Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. To learn about the significant savings that are available to you, come see us at BMW of Sterling or visit us at BMWofSterling.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP-FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rita. And let's start out in Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. That's the delay that you have now coming from NASA Goddard. Headed inside the Beltway toward the Good Luck Road overpass. The vehicle fire out. All the lanes are open. It should be over on the shoulder drawing the attention. After that, it looks good. Headed on to DC 295 all the way to the 11th Street Bridge. No problems on 50 trying to head on to New York Avenue. There was a wreck reported on New York Avenue at Florida Avenue. There was also one in Southeast on Minnesota Avenue. At Randall's Circle. Uh, in Virginia, eastbound 66 before 15 in Haymarket. Watch out for the ladder that was along the left side. Also, northbound Route 1 near Huntington Avenue. It is still a single left lane getting by the crash investigation. This is just south of the Beltway with a little bit of a delay. Braddock Road at Ravensworth Road was a report of a wreck. We also had a report of a crash on the inner loop of the Beltway near 66, so watch for response. It is northbound 95, seeing the volume between Dill City and Woodbridge. Then it's good crossing the Occoquan into Springfield onto 395 to the 14th Street Bridge. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Sunshine will fade behind clouds after a very frosty start this morning. We'll get to near 50. Those added clouds as our clipper number one swings across the area could be a sprinkle or two, mainly northwest of town and really limited moisture. Overnight, we'll stay in the 30s tomorrow. Plenty of sunshine Friday. Perfect. Now, if you're out late Friday night into Saturday, that's when our second system swings by. This one has a little more potency. Could be an inch or two of snow by Saturday morning, believe it or not. It's out by dawn, then through the afternoon, windy and blustery. Highs only near 40. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. A chilly 24 degrees in Waldorf, 27 in Tyson's, 32 at L'Enfant Plaza. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Coming up. A death investigation in Northeast. Three people found inside a home. This is Kyle Cooper. A gunman surrenders after holding police at bay through the day and into the night. I'm Dick Iuliano. There's a plan to take the tipped wages debate directly to the voters in Maryland. I'm Kate Ryan. Plans for a memorial to honor a black man who was lynched in Leesburg. I'm Neil Augenstein. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Kansas City Chiefs fans are reliving the nightmare of a deadly shooting at yesterday's Super Bowl victory parade. People around us were diving to the ground, so we all just, we started running down the hallway, and there were a bunch of kids, and my sister and I were running, telling them, get down, get down. Police say they've detained three people and recovered at least one gun, but so far, no arrests after a local radio DJ was killed and more than 20 others wounded, including including nine children. Officials say some of those injuries are life-threatening. Law enforcement sources tell CBS News the shooting may have been sparked by an argument. Police in southern Ontario, California, say they've charged an 18-year-old student with plotting to shoot up his high school. Chief Michael Lorenz. He researched tactical supplies and was in the process of choosing a specific date to carry out the school shooting. 
He was so obsessed with our response times that he Google mapped how far it would be from the Ontario Police Department for our response time to the school. We've learned intelligence officials have briefed Congress on a Russian plan to develop a nuclear-capable weapon in space. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Is related to the launch of a Russian rocket last week carrying a top-secret military payload that is now in orbit. The U.S. has been tracking Russian attempts to develop a nuclear-capable weapon that could take down U.S. satellites knocking out the ability to communicate. Russia calls the story a malicious fabrication. Donald Trump will be in the spotlight today in court cases from north to south. He's expected to be in a New York courtroom for a pretrial hearing in a criminal case involving an alleged cover-up of payment to Stormy Daniels. There will also be a hearing in Georgia to decide whether Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis will be disqualified from trying Mr. Trump over misconduct allegations involving her relationship with a special prosecutor. At the same time, special counsel Jack Smith urging the Supreme Court to let Mr. Trump's election interference case proceed to trial without delay. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. Jack Smith knows that any delay is a victory for the former president. The longer the trials against the former president are delayed, the better it is for him because of the electoral calendar. Reading, writing, and no politics? National study from RAND this morning finds nearly two-thirds of K-12 through public school teachers in the U.S. are limiting lessons on political and social topics like gender identity over fears of parents' complaints and the possibility of losing their jobs. S&P Futures up five. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 603 on Thursday, February 15th. We're at 31 degrees, sunny and cold this morning, a chance of rain this afternoon. Look for highs later in the low 50s. Good morning, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Breaking news on WTOP. And new this morning, D.C. police say two victims are dead and a third is injured after a shooting at a carryout restaurant in northeast D.C. last night. One person died at the scene. Another was pronounced dead at a hospital. A third victim later walked into a hospital with gunshot wounds. Police say he is connected to the shooting. Authorities were called to North Capitol and R Streets just before 9.30 p.m. They say the shooting started inside the restaurant. Several handguns were recovered. Stay with us here on WTOP for updates as we get them. Meanwhile, D.C. police are trying to figure out what happened inside a northeast apartment where three people have been found dead. It happened here in the 5,000 block of J Street Northeast. Three adults are dead. A concerned citizen called. Uh, They want us to check on the welfare of the individuals that were inside. That's D.C. Assistant Police Chief Ramey Kyle. He says officers arrived at the home about 8 o'clock last night. They found the door to the apartment open. NBC4 reports two of the people found dead, a man and a woman, are in their 40s, and that a 60-year-old woman was also found. They apparently had been shot to death. Police are still investigating. In Northeast, Kyle Cooper WTOP News. The hours-long Valentine's Day siege that began with three police officers being shot ended last night with the gunman's surrender. The siege began around 7.30 in the morning when three officers attempting to serve an arrest warrant were shot through the door of a home. But the gunmen inside hunkered down for hours, sporadically firing shots through the day. After nightfall, police say members of the emergency response team successfully negotiated the surrender of 46-year-old Julius James of Southeast. 
The three officers hit by gunfire and a fourth officer injured at the scene are expected to recover. James is charged with animal cruelty, the charge that drew the criminal apprehension unit to the home in the 5,000 block of Hannah Place Southeast. Other charges are pending. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. In other news, the goal remains the same, but the strategy to raise the minimum wage for tipped workers is changing in Maryland. Now there's a plan to get the question before voters in November. After a hearing before a Maryland House panel earlier this month, Delegate Adrian Boafo said it was clear that if supporters want to see the minimum wage increased for tipped workers, there needed to be greater public education on the issue. So the idea is to shift from passing legislation to getting the measure on the ballot in November. It's a huge issue that will impact so many folks. The issue has plenty of opponents including the Restaurant Association of Maryland, which pointed out similar measures failed in Prince George's and Montgomery counties. The bill has to clear the House Rules and Nominations Committee and then needs to get support from three-fifths of the legislature just to make it to the ballot. But, you know, we're going to say this is where the start of the conversation. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Leesburg could soon have a memorial to honor a black man who was lynched in 1902. Charles Craven had been arrested in connection to the murder of a Confederate soldier. He was awaiting trial in the Leesburg jail. But during an Emancipation Day parade, a mob formed. Craven was taken by the mob to a potter's field where he was hanged and shot hundreds of times. Now the Leesburg Town Council has voted to approve an historic marker near the intersection of Catoctin Circle and East Market Street. Leesburg will contribute $3,000 for the sign. The NAACP will write the wording and pay to apply to the Virginia Department of Historical Resources. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. A dangerous road in Frederick County is lowering the speed limit in an effort to keep pedestrians safe. The change comes after a man in a wheelchair was killed last fall crossing Route 40 on a stretch known as the Golden Mile. Maryland State Highway Administration has been observing trends along the road ever since that incident, and now the speed limit is changing from 45 to 35. We thought a 35 mile per hour speed limit would be the the best for for the environment out there to balance kind of mobility and accessibility through the corridor. Andrew Radcliffe with the agency says the change is coming to Route 40 between Route 15 and Old Camp Road. We have residential development just off of the commercial development. A lot of people walking the corridor and crossing US-40. They're not noticing a major spike in crashes, but Radcliffe says the data is still concerning. It's just a little higher than the average for a similar type of road across the state. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It's 6.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s. How are we doing so far, Rita Kessler? Well, we're starting to pick up a bit delay-wise with a lot of people getting on the roads right now. Northbound 95, you're seeing the volume, normal volume from Dale City into Woodbridge. Then it looks good crossing the Occoquan into Springfield on 395. Eastbound and westbound 66, not seeing any delays. It was eastbound before 15 in Haymarket. There had been a ladder off the roadway to the left, kind of crowding that left lane that you'll want to keep an eye out for. Outer Loop in Maryland delays from New Hampshire Avenue headed toward University Boulevard. Southbound 270 already starting to slow, passing 109. Then it looks good into Rockville to the Lane Divide. Southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway still slow out of Greenbelt headed toward the Good Luck Road overpass, but the vehicle fire was moved out of the travel portion of the roadway. Well, it was put out and moved out of the travel portion. Then inbound 50 delays coming from 410, off and on making your way toward New York Avenue. We had a report of a wreck New York Avenue at Florida Avenue. Also in southeast, it was Minnesota Avenue at Randall Circle. 
there was a crash. Southbound DC 295, heavy from Burroughs, passing East Capitol Street. Inbound on the Suitland Parkway, that slowdown near Stanton Road, headed all the way toward Firth Sterling and 295, but your lane should be open. Then it looks good, crossing the Douglas Bridge onto South Capitol Street. In Virginia, northbound Route 1 near Huntington Avenue, it's still a single left lane getting by the crash investigation. Delays approaching. This is just south of the Beltway. Braddock Road at Ravensworth Road. That was a report of a crash. Want to test an electric car? Plug into FitzMall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at FitzMall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And now your forecast. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Sunshine will give way to some added clouds. A cold, cold start in a fairly comfortable afternoon, near 50 degrees. We're in the 30s tonight with a fair amount of clouds and then thin out for tomorrow. Friday, a great day near 50, plenty of sunshine. But another system headed our way could bring some snow, especially late Friday to Saturday morning while you sleep. I'd say a general one to two inches of snow possible by the time you wake up Saturday. Saturday, otherwise windy with sunshine returning and cold, only near 40 wind chills in the 20s and 30s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 25 degrees in Germantown, 28 in Annandale, and 28 at DuPont Circle, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 610, money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. New research shows consumers who are already facing financial distress are more likely to use buy now, pay later programs. The New York Federal Reserve says financially fragile individuals, those with a credit score under 620 or who have fallen behind on a loan in the last 12 months, are more than three times as likely to resort to the short-term funding option and will use it five times or more per year. The report raises concerns about phantom debt, since most buy now, pay later programs are not reported unless there are missed payments, making it impossible for economists to track overall household debt. Ride-sharing giant Lyft is expanding on its pledge to protect women and non-binary riders. A new feature called Women Plus Connect has been tested in certain markets and is now going nationwide. The setting is opt-in and asks the app to prioritize matches with women and non-binary drivers and riders. The change was made after drivers alleged in several lawsuits that they felt unsafe while working. Since September, 7 million Women Plus Connect rides have been completed. It's 612. Now through February 29th, receive exceptional lease and finance offers during the BMW President's Day sales event. Visit BMWCenters.com for details. What's wrong with Rick? He's kind of spacey today. That's Rick's identical twin, Scott. He's not used to answering to Rick. What's going on? Rick asked me to keep it secret, but he asked his twin to cover his shift so he could go to Diamonds Direct to shop. But this is a jewelry store. Yeah, I know. But the prices and selection are so much better at Diamonds Direct. Rick doesn't want the boss to get suspicious, so Scott's here in case the boss sees Rick at Diamonds Direct. But that would mean that the boss is at Diamonds Direct, too? Yeah. We have a lot of secrets. You never know who you'll run into at Diamonds Direct. With unbeatable direct importer prices, the highest quality diamonds, the most sought-after designer rings, the best customer service, the strongest guarantees in the industry. It's just a no-brainer. You think if Scott had a mustache, would he look like me? No. (laughs) Go where everyone else goes. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Well, what if I shaved? Still no. For store hours, directions, and more, go to DiamondsDirect.com.
In today's federal government, security by design is key to achieving the highest levels of security compliance. From security consulting and architecture design to comprehensive managed services, Maximus delivers end-to-end protection of critical data, systems, and operations. We are a trusted cybersecurity partner delivering cutting-edge solutions that enable government to securely operate in a digitally connected world, securing every aspect of your mission. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Julie Vandervait, CFO of Van Meter Companies. FVC Bank appreciates the long-standing relationship we have with Van Meter Companies. As a trusted Van Meter partner, FVC Bank is the bank to use. We value our relationship with FVC. They have superior cash management, easy loan processing, and top-notch personal service. Visit FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Why are people saying, hue yeah, to Jackson Hewitt? Find out before it's too late. Hurry in to Jackson Hewitt today. Coming up is D.C. a state, county, or city? Wants to be all three. More news in 60 seconds. This is the day of the big sale at your gift shop. Welcome in. So this isn't just a big day for your business. It's a big day for the network keeping it all connected. That is, if it can handle the pressure. Next in line, please. So is it possible to get business internet you can really count on? It is. With 99.9% network reliability from Comcast Business. It's like this neat little bow. Do you like that gift wrap? Really ties it all together. Reliable internet for your business. It's not just possible. It's happening. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Get started with fast speeds and advanced security for $49.99 a month for 12 months with a one-year contract. Plus, ask how to get up to a $1,000 prepaid card on a qualifying gig bundle. Don't wait. Call or go online today to switch to Comcast Business. Ends 221-24. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 50 megabits per second internet and security edge. Eco bill and auto pay required. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After 12 months, regular rates apply. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. A 23-year-old man is dead after a fellow student in a Manassas trade school class attacked him and another man with a knife on Tuesday. His family says he died defending others, including his twin brother. The story from WTOP's Mike Marillo. It's just so damn random. Chris Montanez says his nephew, Elijah Safadi, was in a training class for electricians when Prince William County Police say Philip Austin Brandt entered the classroom and stabbed two people, including Elijah, before police killed Brandt. Montanez says Elijah's twin brother was also in the classroom, and as he ran out, he thought Elijah was behind him, but Elijah was not. Montanez says the family has learned Elijah died trying to stop the attack for his twin brother who survived. It's a pretty devastating thing for you know, friend of agriculture. Montanez says he's not surprised. Elijah tried to help. That says a lot about who Elijah was. This kid was five feet tall, but had the heart of a lion. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The second student stabbed was hospitalized in critical condition. The nation's capital is not a state, at least not yet, but it is treated like one when it comes to its eligibility for federal funding. But that means it may miss out on government grants that are sometimes sent directly to cities and counties. That's why D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton has introduced a bill that would change federal code to reflect that the district functions as a state, a county and a city. 
New York is suing social media companies, claiming they are fueling a mental health crisis. The lawsuit targets TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and YouTube, alleging the companies designed their apps to get young people addicted. The city is demanding the companies change their behavior and help cover the cost of mental health treatments. Those platforms now firing back. The parent company of Facebook and Instagram saying, we want teens to have safe, age-appropriate experiences online. We have over 30 tools and features to support them and their parents. That's ABC's Rhiannon Alley. Ashley's President's Day has it all. Low, low holiday sale prices on a great selection of Ashley Styles in store now. Plus 0% interest for five years with no minimum purchase. And hot buys, your choice, just $6.99. Great styles, one low price. Sofas, reclining sofas, queen bedrooms, dining sets only $6.99 or $12 per month. Hurry in, two-piece sectional, $9.79. Five-piece dining set, $3.49. Queen bed, $2.49. The President's Day sale is on now at Ashley. Visit homestores.store for participating locations near you. Now a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. One person's dead, nearly two dozen others are hurt after a shooting at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. A standoff with a man accused of shooting three D.C. police officers comes to an end after 13 hours. The special counsel is urging the Supreme Court to let former President Trump's election interference case go to trial without any further delay. Keep it right here. We'll have full details in the minutes ahead. We're brought to you by Live Nation. See Neil Young and Crazy Horse on their Love Earth tour Saturday, May 11th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. It's 618. We've got traffic and weather on the 8s with Rita Kessler in the traffic center. Well, it looks like we may have a new problem in Virginia on northbound 95. First, you'll find the delay from Dale City into Woodbridge, but now starting to see a slowdown near Lorton Road. That's a report of a wreck. Then it looks good through Newington and Springfield onto 395, headed across the 14th Street Bridge into the district. We also still have the problem on northbound Route 1 near Huntington Avenue. It was a single left lane getting by the crash investigation. There's a little bit of a delay there. Not a huge backup, but again, a little slow getting past it. This is just south of the Beltway, so after you get past it, you're good to the Beltway and then continued uh, in through Alexandria. If you're on Braddock Road, it was Braddock Road at Ravensworth Road where we had a report of a wreck. On the Baltimore Washington Parkway, it was southbound near the Good Luck Road overpass uh, the earlier vehicle fire activity was moved out of the travel portion of the roadway. However, it looks like uh, there may be something over on the shoulder because that delay is still there out of Greenbelt headed inside the Beltway. Outer loop delays from 95 all the way around toward University Boulevard. If you're on 270, it is southbound. Delays approaching and passing 85 where there's a report of a wreck. Then delays in Urbana and passing 109. Then it looks good to the lane divide onto either loop of the Beltway. In the district, New York Avenue at Florida Avenue was a report of a wreck. And we also had one in Southeast of Affecting Minnesota Avenue at Randall Circle. At Ashley's President's Day mattress sale, save up to $1,100 on name brand mattresses and adjustable sets. Up to 72 months financing and free rapid delivery. Visit ashleyhomestore.com for details. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. All righty, 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Of course, we want today's forecast, but we also want to know about this possibility of snow in the forecast down the road. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a, a better shot if, than what we had earlier this week. This Earlier this week, we had a decent snow for our mountain zones and areas well to the west. But this one, I think, will get uh, all of the metro area, all of the listening area, because the timing is such that it's coming overnight during the coldest time of the day. So that is uh, advantageous for us to see some snow. It is a clipper system, which means it doesn't have a ton of moisture, so it's not going to be, you know, um, a record breaker by any such imagination. But 
timing-wise, and the way it's all set up now, it looks like a solid one to two inches of rain, of rain, of snow, likely, uh, across the area by the time you wake up Saturday morning, probably from about midnight to six, seven o'clock in the morning. So timing-wise, hopefully when less people are out and, you know, a pretty start to the morning, and it's kind of a windy, cool day, but the bulk of the day on Saturday will be dry. It's an overnight situation. Now let's talk today. Today is going to be a mix of sun and clouds, some sunshine this morning, some clouds midday, a little uh, clipper, a drier clipper is coming through that could try to squeeze out a sprinkler or two later towards the uh, back half of the day, but I think most of that's to the north. It's like a 20% chance or less, not a big deal. Near 50 today, a little less wind during the day, but then the winds pick up a little bit tonight as that system comes through. Near 50 tomorrow, Friday, good day. No real issues. If you have dinner plans, you should be good to go if you're going to be out late. That's when that snow chance comes in overnight into Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, just blustery cold. 40 will feel like the 30s and 20s. We get back to near 50 on Sunday, and Monday, President's Day, low 50. So looking pretty pleasant as we head into the back half of the holiday weekend. Outside right now this morning, temperatures are super duper cold. 16 in Berkeley Springs. That is one of my cold numbers. I've got uh, 21 right now in Manassas Park. Bowie checking in at 23. All right. Thank you, Brian. It's 622. Here's Brian Stafford, the president and CEO at Diligent on the Business of Defense podcast, sponsored by ASMC on Federal News Network. As our clients have asked us to make sure that we maintain the highest bar of security and investment, we've invested in that. And what you have is basically a highly secure proprietary platform that start out with governance. And as I mentioned, moves into audit, IT risk, IT compliance, anything cyber related, climate uh, across a broad set of risks. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search ASMC. The U.S. defense industry is large, complex, and competitive. It is also lucrative for those companies able to navigate it successfully. The American Society of Military Comptrollers helps bridge the gap between the boardroom and the battlefield while supporting transformation in the defense sector. The Business of Defense podcast brings you inside the companies working to achieve this directly from the business leaders and to understand how they create value for their companies and their customers. For more information on ASMC, visit asmconline.org. Cisco Umbrella for Government is a comprehensive cloud-native cybersecurity solution designed to protect federal, state, and local government agencies to accomplish their mission. With advanced security features, it ensures compliance with stringent government cybersecurity mandates. Umbrella for Government is backed by the power of Cisco Talos, one of the world's largest commercial threat teams, providing unmatched intelligence and threat protection. To learn more, visit umbrella.cisco.com. That's umbrella.cisco.com. You're listening to WTOP News. 623. We're already halfway through the Virginia legislative session. While some major bills are moving ahead, they may end up being vetoed by the governor. We get more from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. A bill to raise Virginia's minimum wage to $15 an hour by 2026 has passed in the House and Senate, but Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin has indicated he's opposed to it, meaning he may ultimately veto the measure. Other bills passed by Democrats that will likely be vetoed by Youngkin include one that would ban newly manufactured assault-style weapons and another that would allow retail marijuana sales for recreational use. The two parties have come together on some bills, though. Virginia political analyst Bob Holsworth. We certainly are seeing some places on mental health where they have agreed to try to improve mental health access in Virginia. And there's been bipartisan support to repeal a ban on skill games, similar to slot machines in gas stations and restaurants, putting them on track to be fully legalized, taxed, and regulated. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 